Hell yeah. Oh, Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Video Ball is a piece of electronic entertainment. <laughs> Video Ball is a sport you can play. Video Ball is a sport everyone can play. <gasps> Go play Video Ball. More info at videoball.net. <laughs> I just love that ad. It's a good one. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping. And this week's theme is... Friends of the Future. Of the future. That's not it. That's my future voice. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Hey, Trin, what's going on? Oh, God. So Jen, much. What isn't going on? For real, it'd be easier to talk about what's not happening. Right. Aren't you going to the other side of the planet in a couple weeks? Yeah, I'm going to Australia next month to give a talk about... Oh, man. I don't know yet. I'll figure it out. That's fine. Yeah. They got internet bad boy Jen Bain on their schedule. They know what's up. Yeah, anything could happen. I uh, I just want to address what we talked about a couple episodes ago. Uh, Jimmy World... I'm sorry, James Eat World <laughs> has, has taken us to court... We have to pay a hefty fee for playing 29 seconds of the middle. But you know what? Anything for our fans. Yeah, anything. All of our ad money from here on out is going directly to James E. World. Yeah. In Incorporated. <laughs> we call them James E. World because it's like the formal Usted. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like like Jimmy like E. World would be insulting. James E. Terra Firma. <laughs> so stupid. I'm tr- I'm trying to introduce more bits. <laughs> Trin does not like it. I like I actually do like the idea that we have like a long-standing beef with early aughts yeah. band Jimmy World. I, I'm gonna fuck up their shit. I actually really love James Eat World. All right, we can move on. Oh God! So friends of the future. So we're uh, we got a question about uh, why don't why would I tell them what the question's about? We can just read it. That's a good idea. Should I do that? Yeah, do it. I recently decided to distance myself from my toxic friendship and the situation is causing me to feel fragile. What are the red flags I should look for in the future so I know who I can trust as my pit crew? I love the use of pit crew. Yeah, it was a classic churn throwback. Yeah. It's pretty great. It's like, who can you trust to have a wrench on the sidelines? Who can oil up your wheels? Oh, oh no, is that a thing? That I hope not. Yeah. Well, that's you mentioned the pit crew you you mentioned having friends as your pit crew like 30 episodes ago so this person is either did you ask this question no i didn't okay. and i'm actually i i thought that they were referencing somebody smarter than me oh no they were referencing past trend i was like is that an oprah reference they were referencing someone dumber than you past trend because you get smarter every day Oh, yeah. that was almost an insult but i turned no, it around no you did great you did really good should we help the person now? oh yeah yeah okay yeah yeah so first of all, I'm really proud of this person for both recognizing that they were in a toxic friendship, which is really hard, and then also distancing themselves from it. That's also very hard. I think it's so smart, too, that they are now reevaluating the criteria for friendships and relationships, because that's, that's such a good exercise for anyone at any point in their life to like consider who you want in your life. And Trin and I have, I I think we've said this before. Like if you are picky about your friends and your partners, I think that's a good thing. I totally agree. Yeah. We are super for holding your friends to a high standard. Jen, would you mind if you please to quote internet superstar at Jen dangerous on Twitter, 
She tweeted once a tweet that I printed out and put in my wallet oh, a long time ago. I blush. There's no way I could possibly remember it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do. Oh, it's a <laughs> date and befriend people who are enthusiastic about your existence. I, I love that. Uh, I am. And I feel like this person has internalized that. And uh, just for everybody else listening who is like thinking to their future friendships, uh, let's do that. You let's know? all do that. And let's close out 2016 with no more haters. And following Jen Dangerous on Twitter. Yes. At J-E-N-N, Dangerous. So all together, three N's. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no worries. The specific question was about red flags. The thing about red flags is, they're, despite the name, they're not really that obvious. Never. They're never that obvious. Yeah. It's more like, you know those stickers that they put on uh, for prices on garage sales? Like, they have, like, a little, like, colored sticker that says, like, $5 on it. It's so small, but it's, like, really bright, even though it's small. Yes. yes. It's more like that. Yes. That's really more what a red flag is. Yeah, because you could, like, I mean, it could be on the back of the box, and you'll never see it. I mean, it's there, you know? Like, maybe you want to, to buy that old Atari but the price is on the bottom I, this metaphor is I'm getting not, away from I'm me. not rescuing you from this I want to want keep going <laughs> but what I'm saying is that it's there and it's apparent but you can miss it absolutely yeah people have blind spots or people are good at hiding their red flags yeah that's or, all of humans do this or people have redeeming qualities despite their very negative qualities and yeah. like as, as we always say you get to choose what you forgive and if somebody is actively damaging or dangerous uh they still aren't they're not a monster like they still like might remember your birthday you know they still might ask for forgiveness um, and that doesn't make them less toxic it just makes them human and negative and complicated and complicated yeah trin you wrote this tumblr post before that was like people will rarely make it very easy for you to decide if they're good or bad because that's not people aren't good or bad they're both yeah like good old serious black said um, I, I want to also clarify for uh, our audience that the Tumblr post that Jen is referencing uh, was actually a comment on a Deep Space Nine gift set uh, about uh, Kai Wynn. So Nerd! Yeah, I am. Yeah, she is. <laughs> okay. Um, so we can't actually name red flags. Right. But we will name some that come to mind. Yeah, absolutely. Like, because people, there's so many different ways to be a shit. So many different ways that we, that people can be shitty to you in a way that they're not shitty to anyone else. Exactly. So, like, they might get their hooks in you in a way that we cannot even fathom. But we can do is speak generally about some red flags that we have seen or some common ones. Jen, you laid that down very well. Thank you. So, number one, if they're jealous and resentful when you hang out with other people. That's a no-no. Yeah. Because a lot of times people, I mean, people get jealous. Like, that's, that's life. That's a normal human. Right. If John is hanging out with his friends tonight without me, I will feel jealous. John's her boo. John is my boo. That said, I will also be like, later, later. I'm going <laughs> to get stoned in the bath. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds so good. Yeah, so, like, I'll be jealous. Like, oh, okay. See you later. Right. <laughs> So it's it's the ability to be happy for you when you are enjoying yourself without them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So that's something to keep an eye on. Someone putting pressure on you, or s more than one someone, putting pressure on you in a big way or just a small, innocent-seeming way. The example I came up with was maybe your friend really wants to go on a road trip and take you along and you or and wants you to go with, and you super don't want to be in a car like you get car sick or whatever reason, you don't want to take a road trip. They might spin it like, 
but it'll be so much fun. It's good bonding. I don't understand. Why aren't you, why don't you want to hang out with me? And like, there's, there's probably a little bit of that in every friendship when it comes to like taking road trips together. Cause oh, yeah. everyone's a little bit wary about traveling with one another person. That said, there is a line. Like at some point your friends just got to respect your decision to not sit in a car next to them. And some people just want to like Leslie nope you. Like they they through that they just steamroll. want you to be happy. They just want you to feel fulfilled, and they're just gonna try and steamroll you just a little bit because it's for your own good. Yeah, and Leslie Nope got called out on that, and which she was did. such a good episode. Absolutely. Like what I'm saying is that people can have good intentions when they do this, but it's still that's a red flag. Yeah, probably the biggest red flag for me that came to mind was how they treat how this friend treats other. I guess how this potential friend treats other people. Mm-hmm. Like, especially people that work in the service or customer service industry, like cab drivers or wait staff or the, the, is bellhop still a phrase? Uh, Someone who carries your luggage. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't carry your own luggage, I usually do. And it's usually a disaster. Bellhopper. Bellhop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that that was going to go over that well. And you really got a good giggle out of it. <laughs> so like everyone has bad days where they're rude. That's yes. just life. Especially if you're like dealing with the TSA and you're about to be felt up inappropriately in front of a crowded security line. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a great day you're having. No. But consistent rudeness to people is like, that's not good. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like one time I'm going to tell a personal, uh, personal slash professional story. And Trin, I don't care if you edit this out or not. I kind of think you should keep it in. Ready? Personal moments with Jen. <laughs> Ding. Uh, I was uh, a couple years ago. I was running the ticket booth for a big comedy show we were hosting at Cards. And uh, when I was doing like the door slash ticket booth, a man was very rude to me. And he was rude to me in a way that suggested I meant nothing. And I was kind of an inconvenience, even though I was like letting people into his show. And then later, Trin's got this look on her face like she can't wait to tell to find out who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me add him. Yeah. <laughs> and then later when uh, I, you know, put all the tickets away and that part of the show was done and I was backstage, like about to go on stage as well. His attitude toward me could not have changed. It could have not have been more different because the context to him was very important. The fact that I was part of cards, part of the show, introducing him on stage meant everything. Oh, my God. I wish I had a photo of Trin's face right now. She's boiling up over there. Like, I did not mean to get you wild up. I'm sorry. Flames on yeah. the side of my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, Obviously, I'm completely cool about it, completely over it. It doesn't bother me at all. I'm not talking about it two years later or anything. But... It is interesting to me that he was dissing me because he thought I was the door person. I know. That's so shitty. So shitty. That's so incredibly shitty because that makes me feel like this person has a complete inability to understand that every human being has a full outside life other than the interaction they have with you. So like, yeah, he's like, she is just door person, just anything. And then when she leaves my periphery, she ceases to exist because the rest of her life has no meaning. She is definitely not going to talk about me on her podcast two years later. (laughs) Who was it? It was. (gasps) I know. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Asshole. I feel fine. (laughs) I feel fine. Sometimes I just like getting Trin all riled up. I'm putting this on my grudge calendar. So I have a calendar. Um, so I, here's the thing. I forget when I don't like people. I genu- Oh, that's such a good, adorable thing. It's very good to be forgiving, I think. However, if you simply forget that people have hurt you, then you don't have any context in the future 
for your interactions with them. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, there's some things you don't want to forget. Right. And anytime somebody wrongs you specifically, I need to remind myself. So I have uh, on Google Calendar, I have my grudges calendar. And I'm going to, um, for this person, I'm just going to put like indefinite. I think that's a good idea. Like, I want to be very clear. I'm not wronged very often. But Trin always comes to my aid when I'm almost maybe a tiny bit could maybe not wronged. Maybe some of this was my fault situation. Nope. nope. <laughs> Everyone needs a trend. We're going to, we'll have to link that video. Oh yeah, we will. Uh, so, so continuing on the red flags. List. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, having arguments is totally normal, but if that's part of your daily routine or your regular interactions with a person that is not normal. Uh, and I want to be very specific that I don't mean, um, like some people really love um, like political bickering. They just, that's part of their friendship. That's what they do. Having that part of your, your normal discourse um, person to person, that's, that is fine. But what we mean is somebody uh, being hurtful to one another in a way that is non-productive. Like if debating environmental policies really revs your engine, mm. that's cool. But uh, me sad. don't, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like not, don't. If they're hurting you, that's not good. Mm. What's next? Shaming. No shaming. No shaming any part of who you are. It, no one should be teasing you for any belief you hold, whether that's your religious life or your favorite genre fiction or your vegetarianism. I know how people think it's so funny to be like, <laughs> I'm a meatitarian. Is that rabbit food? Ooh, bacon. Bacon's like a comedy act now. Yeah. And that was real. It's annoying for even those of us who do eat bacon. It's just like, like, lay off. Like, do you think that you are the only person who has ever, like, made fun of your f a friend for being too Jesus-y? Oh, hey, Flanders. Like, <laughs> like, fuck you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> We're getting a lot out of this podcast. I feel so good. Um, okay, so, like, don't comment on what people are eating. No. <laughs> when in doubt, don't do that. Why? Oh, God. Another, another thing. Another red flag. Picking apart your appearance in any way. That's not good. Trin, your hair good. looks, your bangs look fucking sharp today, by the way. Thank you. I just got them filed. Yeah. File. <laughs> so filed down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> look good. Thank you. Yeah. Picking our part, having your appearance picked apart never feels good. If your friend comes up to you and just says, hmm, I never noticed how thin in your lips are. It, lo it looks strange in the context with the rest of your face. <laughs> Or your friend, holy shit! Or so your, your friend coming up to you and starts petting your arm and is like, "I didn't realize how hairy your arms are." Has this happened to you? I all of these things. Oh my god! I know. High school friends are not great. Yeah. So the point is that picking apart somebody's appearance is very much a red flag because that means they are not looking at you as an entire person. Yeah. Yeah. And appearances don't matter in friendships. Yeah. I mean, like if somebody comes up to you and is like. Hey, buddy, I love you so much. I need to let you know you smell a little bit and you're going to want to put on some deodorant. Oh, that's totally different. Totally different. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would want to know. Sometimes, you know, maybe you're you're co-hosting a podcast with, with like, your what? best friend and what? on stage in front of, like, an audience and oh. they say... <laughs> They say something like, yeah, when I when I share a hotel room, it sucks. When I share a hotel room with this person, it sucks because she always kicks and snores and is loud and farts. No. Um, but, you know, <laughs> that's fine. That's not a red flag or anything. Jen, here's the thing. You kick, but but I'm the one who snores and farts. I fart, too. We fart so much. There's a lot of farting in that room. Like, no one should ever go anywhere with I, us. Yeah. Can't take us anywhere. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, let's talk a little bit about negging. Yeah, we need to do. Speaking of negging, because <laughs> as we neg each other, yeah, uh, uh, we should define what it is. Because yes. I've been asked more than once what negging actually is. Do you want to? Do you want to do it? No. Okay. You, <laughs> Trin, you'd be here. Here's an example. Trin, you'd be so smart if you knew what negging was. <laughs> okay, so negging is basically a backhanded compliment or straight up insult, but it's usually in disguise. It's yes. usually kind of like hidden within like this weird frame context of a compliment like it'll be something like that shirt would fit you better if you got it tailored or you would look so much prettier if you cut your hair mm. or i'm sorry i know i feel crappy even they're kind of fun to come up with because they're just so terrible <laughs> i gotta say they're kind of a fun exercise because it's like oh holy shit who could possibly say that uh so no think of some don't neg anyone or yourself though here i want to think of some more hold on it's tearing down somebody else's confidence so that they learn to be more dependent on you that's a red flag because it's extremely manipulative you would get more boyfriends if you wore less makeup Ugh. Oh, that was a oh. terrible one all right Ugh. you're okay. never gonna attract any nice guys with all that lip gloss good <laughs> good if if I, my, I got i was wearing red lipstick once and someone told me that it was slutty to wear red lipstick and all oh. i could think was i'm gonna wear red lipstick forever now you son of a gun yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god i love that it feels good <laughs> yeah i feel like i'm getting a lot off my chest in this episode me and too. which is great because this is really about me yeah <laughs> <laughs> jen's feelings yeah. with jen <laughs> Okay, so do we did we define negging? And I feel like we defined a lot of good red flags, honestly, because like we said, you're not going to be able to find every red flag. And um, there's always exceptions to rules depending on how you interact with your friends. But, uh, you know, keep mindful of all these things. And we're also not going to tell you to expect to find a buddy who fits all of your requirements in life um, or is perfect in some way. I mean, you're going to bicker with all your friends. Your friends will have negative qualities and redeeming qualities. Uh, but these are things that you can ask your friends friends not to do you know and there are uh we came up with three basic friendship requirements uh, yeah, yeah yeah so friendship is a two-way street so that means you have to fulfill requirements too one we came up with is someone who builds you up in some way or another like emotional support compliments general help in the workplace i don't know what are your friends doing for you that make you feel good yeah and what are you doing for your friends that make them feel good and supportive mm-hmm uh, and, and someone who will make time for you in their schedule. And this may still mean that you only see them every couple of months because adulthood. Uh, but they'll prioritize you when they can. And then they'll reach out to check up when they cannot. And again, you would have to do that, too. That's friendship requirement number two. Yeah. And this last one, someone who genuinely gives a shit about you and yeah. what happens to you. And that seems like obvious but it's actually not i had like a moment in college where i was like this person does not give a shit about me and i'm like dedicating my life to making them happy like that's fucked up right yeah if your apartment gets burgled and your friend doesn't reach out to you or if you're kanye west and your wife kim kardashian got attacked and you're jay-z and you did not reach out to kanye about it yeah good example what the hell jays yeah. what jesus like come on where where are you at should i say jesus and, and honestly, I reached out to Kanye. We all did. On Twitter. Yeah. You okay? I know, you're problematic. We don't always get along, but everything okay? Yeah, man. How's, yeah. How's your wife? Because we don't want to reach out directly to Kim because she's handling a lot right now. Yes. She Good doesn't move. And she doesn't need to handle our tweets as well. Right. Right. But Kanye was, you know, He's like got plenty field, of time. he was fielding the concerns. Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, I hope so. 
And Kanye has a lot of time on his hands. I like that the only I like that the only person Kanye follows on Twitter out of his it's like followers a bajillion. One person he follows one Kim. That's so cute. Isn't it cute? Oh, so I'm going to reduce my Twitter timeline to only following Trin. <laughs> I kind of do that. I it, feel like I'm going to reach the breaking point with the elections before the elections up where I'm like, fuck it. Oh, yeah. No. So I, I have stopped. I've decided to stop doing political tweets and retweets because I can't take it anymore. Good for you. Good Thank for you. you for knowing your limits. Thank you. Another friendship requirement. Somebody who knows their limits. It sucks because Trin's an undecided voter. Which, oh, no. Which is, but, you know, I still accept that. Don't put that in their heads. I'm not. I know who I'm voting for. Gary Johnson. <laughs> I'm going to vote by mail. Um, anyway, <laughs> so the last part of this uh, is let's, so now we've covered what to look out for, what the basic friendship requirements are, like what are the, like the core bones. Now let's talk about the meat. The meat. The meats of your friendship is the friendship wish list. Yeah, what do you want in a friend? And like we said before, not everyone will cover everything, but this is such a good, like, actual exercise like literally write this down do mm-hmm. some journaling yes i love having a notebook to write my thoughts down in <laughs> you could tell your thoughts to me too jen <laughs> I d- and i do <laughs> in twitter yeah so think about are you looking for someone that you can like go out to the club with or someone that you can have meaningful conversations with or somebody you can have meaningful conversations at the club with um, you know, these can be all different people. They could be the same people. Um, but uh, typically, I would say that, you know, do you want your extrovert friend or your introvert friend? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, are you looking for someone, like, who has a dog that you want to pet? Yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted that so badly uh, that my fr- my other friend and I bonded, and we would just go to the dog park together. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, yeah, so maybe maybe you want a dog friend or a friend with a dog or both. Yeah, or like basically somebody that you can share a hobby with, like somebody you can go into like a knitting circle with or do a book club or something like that. Um, so are you looking for a specific shared interest? Because there are ways to, to go about that. Go to the dog park and talk to people. Yeah. Join the knitting circle at your local library. Yeah. Are you looking for, this is what I'm looking for right now, uh, low-maintenance internet friends. I love those. Yeah. I'm kind of full up. My schedule is full, and I don't mean that, like, I'm so popular and have so many friends. That's not it. It's, it's more true, like <laughs> It's not. It's not. I have, like, three very, very close friends. And uh, between, like, being good to them and taking care of myself and this Kickstarter campaign and some other shit, like, I'm kind of, kind of a little burnt down on life. Are you burnt down on life or are you like revving your engine ready to go meet new people? Like figure out where you're at and it can change. I thought you were asking me. Oh, yeah. I see you. You were nodding. And yeah, I, yeah. I, both. Like oh, I feel yeah. both. Like I feel like brain fog from like all this Kickstarter stuff and like working and stuff like that. And I'm also like, yeah, let's get it done. You know, like both. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like this person now has the tools that they need to go forth into the world and do friendships. I also think they should make a list of qualities they admire yeah wouldn't that be nice and like be specific because it's fun to be specific with this kind of thing like loyalty well of course uh, loyal but what does loyalty mean to you right like someone who will stick up for you in a meeting at a boardroom meeting i don't know i guess Mm -hmm. you're very you're because you're uh an executive yeah you are yeah (laughs) someone who will 
uh, sees that you're being bullied on the internet and email you and be like, fuck them, you're amazing. Like, what does loyalty look like to you? Yeah. And I, I would say do the same thing with negative qualities. Um, an exercise that I have been um, recommended to do uh, in my past in therapy by a real in professional. In therapy. In therapy, I was told uh, that one good thing to suss out your own patterns in your interpersonal relationships. So let's say that you have um, a long list of people who have hurt you in a specific and similar way. This is a really good way to go about that. So you list the uh, positive and negative qualities of people who are close to you. So your family, your really close friends, and you think about like what in what ways have they hurt you and, and make those lists and compare and contrast those lists. Uh, because going uh, forward, you're going to want to know the patterns that you've been keeping and uh, whether they're the good patterns or the bad patterns. Um, so if you have like a bunch of friends who are super funny and like you have a really good time with them, but if you find that they all like talk shit about each other uh, and they're like negative, um, it, maybe that's something that you forgive in the future, um, but it's something that you know that you seek out. Yeah, this attract. is such a good, yeah, seek out or attract. And people are largely unaware of these things until they kind of do the homework or go to therapy or think internally. And it's it is homework. It's like something you have to work and think about. And I know no one wants to do this, but I think it's worth it. I do, too. And I think that your friends of the future <laughs> are going to, uh, I think that they're going to be better because you are willing to put in the work and you are willing to stick up for yourself and you're willing to make a, a non-toxic life for yourself and you're willing to hold people to the standard to which you would want to be held yeah yeah pick character in fiction that's you consider a really good friend and think about them whenever you're feeling low i think about harry potter characters all the fucking time when i feel like i'm headed toward not treating a friend well yeah they're very, they're pretty good friends yeah. i other. mean they have their they have their low moments which is why i like them they're not always good friends right but when they when they come through they come through so well yeah. You can do it. You can fucking do it. You definitely can do it. And uh, I feel like I want to say something else like super encouraging, but I feel like they got this. Yeah. They already asked such a good question. Yeah. This is like, you know, sometimes I feel like we do Friendship 101. Mm -hmm. This is like Friendship 300. Oh, yeah. This is like some junior level. Yeah, yeah. No one ever graduates from Friendship School because we're all always in Friendship School, Trin. <laughs> That's true. That's true, Jen. <laughs> Well, if you have any friendship questions, go ahead and ask them to us. If you want anyone you want to talk shit about. Yeah, talk shit in our friend hole. Yeah. <laughs> go to ask.fm slash do friendship. All one word. And you can ask us your friendship questions, talk shit, or get hit. <laughs> You can also follow us on Twitter at Do Friendship. Uh, and if you, I don't know how to get to our iTunes. I think you just go to iTunes and you write friendshiping. friendshiping. Or where anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can listen to Friendshipping. Yeah, you can subscribe and write a nice review. Thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. New friendship at the problem.